0: Someone is waiting just for you Spinning wheel, spinning true Drop all your troubles by the riverside Catch a painted pony on the spinning wheel
1: ride Hi, it's Catherine Latimer of the John Howard Society of Canada, and I'm joined by my co-host Lawrence DeSilva. Silva, an ex-federal prisoner who spent more than 19 years in federal custody. We are bringing you a series of podcasts titled Voices Inside and Out, in which former prisoners and others share their stories about prison life and returning to communities. In this episode of Voices Inside and Out, we're very pleased to welcome Gary Glowacki, who has been a good friend to us and has worked at supporting prisoners, reintegrating back into communities for many, many years, and has some interesting uh, lessons and observations that he's willing to share with us. So how did you how did you rally the um you got you had some support from the Anglican church for this too, eh? How did you get involved um with the um with them?
0: With the Anglican Church. The Anglican Church was one of the original um supporters of the British Prison Ministry years ago because it was it was more, far more religious than it is now. But you know, it has to be. We have to be more ecumenical and and, and welcoming to everybody. And so they were always there, but the support grew when they saw our our programs and our successes yeah. grow. You mm-hmm. know, when you know it's like the guy gets out of jail, seven months later he's back in jail. He's a success because he never spent more than twenty eight days out. <laughs> yes.
2: you know, so so mm-hmm. yeah,
0: he's making progress. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yes. So they were always good to us, you know, but still we had to perform. They're not going to, because their, their money came from donations. They're not just going to give it to us just because it seems nice.
2: Rightly so. Rightly so.
0: It's not. It's, it's not. So, you know, I had to be very accountable and very transparent, and so sort do of the men. But I often used to take the men around to the different churches, say, eh? and the Anglican churches. They would ask for a speaker. So years ago, the church said to me, well, we want to get more involved. What can I do? And I just said, oh, my God, here we go. So I thought about it, and I said, "You know what I need? I need duffel bags and knapsacks, and I need work boots, and I need alarm clocks, mm-hmm. and I need all these toiletries. That's what I need."
2: Yes, Gary. Did yeah. you get them?
0: Hey, oh yeah! You kidding? The church called me up, about a month later and said, "Come down." So I came down, and I got about forty bags. Wow. But then I called them. Then I got them. Called them back about. A month later, and I said, can, can I come back to the church and say thank you? And they said, sure. I took two or three of my guys with me, and they stood up in the front, and, and one guy started off and said, I just want to say thank you. i got one of your bags. The whole church is <laughs> you know,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I think some people from the outside think helping a former prisoner is really daunting and intimidating, and what do I have to offer? But making it so that they can see that they've actually made a difference— Really, I yeah. think is encouraging. I think that's great.
2: Yeah. Well, it's so humanizing, right? It yeah. it does. It it brings you to that level of like you know, um, of uh, of real appreciation on you know, um, a, a dual platform. Like you know, looking at people that helped you, and then you go back and speak before them. A lot of people have a misunderstanding of of a lot of churches and you know Salvation Army, and people go in and push you know in their eyes religion, and it's not that. These men, these men were able to go go back right to the church and say thank you for everything you've done. Look at me right here, like yeah. that. That is huge to somebody's soul. Even if you weren't um, as attracted to going to church as everybody else, because you know it's it's a it's a good source of humanity to pass it back. Like, that's amazing. Oh yeah, that's amazing. So would, three, would, three of them uh, went in. Three of them went in with you. Oh yeah, I
0: went to the church and yeah, and they hung around. We had coffee and cupcakes. And- the people were talking to them, and it's like, you know. Yeah. And I told them, you never have to say what your crime was because that doesn't really matter. That you know, some, of them, you know. some of the crimes yeah. from others, that's not the point, right? Mm-hmm. So, but I would tell the men, you know, say, okay, I want one of these, these kits. And I said, sure. We also had clothes. We had a whole room in, in the jail that was called the the bridge room where people could come in and get clothes because you get busted in the summertime and you're a crackhead. You'll come in, you weigh 122
2: pounds. You
0: know, six but a year later, you've been all buffed up and eating and pulling mm-hmm. weights, and you're 22 now. Yeah, and nothing so, fits.
2: Yeah, oh no. Yeah.
0: So just those little things. People would give us clothes. Moores was giving us suits for the prisoners. So just all of that stuff, right? But I would make the men. I wouldn't make them, but pretty much I was insistent that I wanted a thank you card, thank you note. One guy sends me this letter. He says, "Thank you so much." To the people that donated this this these, this stuffle bag, I was going to take all my possessions out of the jail in garbage bags, and now I can leave all my garbage here.
1: Lovely, mm-hmm. that's very nice. Yeah. Kindness, right? Yeah, yeah. Like just you know, boom. it was it was great that you actually had a a room or an office at the prison. Like, that kind of yeah. inreach is that's hard big. to get, yeah, that's and big. it's huge. Yeah. That's yeah. relationship building
2: right there, and shout-outs to the prison. Shout-outs yeah. to the prison yeah, for yeah. accepting that and doing that. Like, that's, that's yeah. huge because it's very difficult to get space in prison. Yeah, yeah. You
0: know? Well, we, we were the longest-running contracted program in Provincial Corrections because they knew what we did, eh? And mm-hmm.
1: so well, you can't, we yeah, can't argue with success, no question about that,
0: No, eh? no. no. And no. we did the things that they couldn't do. So, you know, because I could bridge the gap between the jail and that. So about 15 years ago, um, the superintendent called me up and and the deputy of treatment said, listen, we have this request. They want to know everything that we do for discharge planning. And I said, okay, sure, no problem. So a month later, we get another memo. This woman from North Bay who's running the thing wants to come and meet with me and the and the chief social worker. We put together a package that had about 90 pages in it, right? <laughs> and because everything, right? Oh yeah. And so she she talked to us and says, you know, we asked other jails and they said what's discharge planning, right? <laughs> exactly. And was, we actually mm-hmm. actually had that and didn't really know how to follow through with it. But the program that I set up there there was a unit like a an introductory, you know, I'm not even sure, assessment. So I had this program assessed right from the get-go, right in the assessment. What, do you, what are you here for? What do you need when you get out, right? Yeah. And don't tell me you need a house, a, a car, and a girlfriend. That ain't going to happen, right? So <laughs> I knew six months, 13, 12 months, a year, two years later, what that guy is going to need, right? Yeah. But after accumulating all of the list of needs, I knew in general what was needed, right, including support, support. They needed support in the community, Um, you know, even Mm -hmm. if it's just a drive to probation. So I used to have guys say to me, oh, no, I'm okay. I got it. I'm going back to work. And my wife's taking me back, and I, I just look at them and say, okay. But often people in the community, employers and wives and friends, they just wish you'd go away. And how they find out you're getting out. Oh, shit. Oh, listen, you know what? I've got a new boyfriend. Oh, sorry, we've got cutbacks at work. And it's, you know, it it had less to do with them and more to the fact that those people just didn't have it in them to confront that, to say no, right? Yeah, they honestly yeah. Thought but they it wasn't really, real. But,
1: hey, what, the, what the prisoner right. thought they might have on the outside wasn't there. That's too bad.
0: Yeah, it wasn't. It yeah. wasn't. And so a lot of disappointment. But we... Uh, the, the program that I created ended up being the, a template for provincial corrections because it followed a whole process. And I used to have discharge planning programs within three months pre-release so we could talk about what they're going to do, their fears, their concerns. You know, no, you do not have a, a tattoo that says prisoners on your forehead. You know, don't, don't yeah. worry about that. It just feels like that. But it's not real. Right? Yeah. yeah. And teach the men how to come up with a narrative why is this a big blank here in your, in your resume, you know, in your work experience? Mm -hmm. I had a breakdown, couldn't work. Okay. Fair enough. Lots of people do. Right. And now I'm back on my feet and I I just want to work as hard as I can and live as good a life as I can. All right. That's That's a fairly, pretty close to the truth.
2: Right? Yeah, that's that, and that is a good truth. You know what I mean? That is a yeah. good truth. There's nothing wrong with that, you know?
0: No, and that's lots it. of people do it. Lots of women go back to work because their marriage broke
1: up. Yeah. You know, Gary, I think that um, there's been a lot of criticism that not enough of the corrections budget and attention is really focused on the community corrections part i think that in the last correctional investigators report it was like six percent of csc's budget is for community corrections and the rest is all institutional and it really is a shame because you know having a good bridge and and putting those connections in place really makes a heck of a difference
0: well and and if they really seriously took a look at it and they examined it but they might not want to because they're in the, business of corrections and keeping people in jail, mm-hmm. um, if they looked at the number of men and women that were um, were worked with or were clients in the community and and considered the cost of that, what's the cost difference between you know, having a parole officer and all of that and even helping you with giving you a first month's rent, whatever, it's got to be less than half cost oh,
1: absolutely absolutely
0: and yeah. if you get the guy working he's paying it back on taxes
1: most
2: definitely so
0: there's there's you know there's cost benefits to it um there's social the safety
1: benefits. yeah absolutely oh,
0: the,
2: list, the list the list goes on the list goes on for the for the positives it also breaks oh, the, yeah. you know the man from coming back to jail and becoming you know um you know the a taxpayers you know
0: again
2: like you know what i mean there's so many of them in there that there's other programs always that the you know the the justice system as a whole should be overhauling you know what i mean to say look you know we gotta we gotta beef up this stuff you know what i mean When, when you're looking at court and you're seeing guys come in and out in and out in and out yourself there are you know that's when i believe those programs should kick in because you see them Right. You see the you start oh, yeah. to see the individuals who are, you know, coming in and out and, troubled, fucking yeah. you know, are troubled by that. So they might need those. You know, I, when I was younger, they used to always have programs like uh, bail programs or, yep. you know, programs where if you were using, you know what I mean? And you wanted to go to detox, oh, yeah. you could get to those. So so receiving people back is the only next logical stage of saying, OK, look, we're all we're also going to try to curb. Uh, what's going on in your life here by giving you a different kind of opportunity and, you know,
1: I was just going to say that I, I had mentioned to you, Gary, about that um, conservative um, member of parliament from New Brunswick who um, who is introduced a bill that would ask uh, the minister of uh, public safety to come up with a framework for reducing recidivism, which should have the components of putting programs like yours in place across the board.
0: Uh, oh yeah. Because my program was designed not to uh, get men out of jail, but to keep them out of jail.
2: Yes,
0: yes. Here's here's a formula for you. You've discovered the formula the hard way of what you have to do to stay out, right, Lawrence? Mm-hmm. Yes. You figured it out. Yes. So, but the next guy might not be exactly like you, but mm-hmm. close enough. Some of the still the basic needs. Yep. And sometimes what else is helpful, to be honest with you, the faith communities.
1: Yes. How oh, does yeah. that
0: work, Gary? You know, the chaplains go inside, and so there's a lot of that. And I hear men say, oh, I found God in jail. Well, you know, actually, God wasn't lost. You were. So <laughs> so now, now you're together. That's good. But the churches, depending on what they are, you know, they're commanded to work with the prisoners, and they want to. They want, but they need to do it safely. Of course. i talk talked to church. well, we can do this and this and this and this. And, well, wait a second. First of all, nobody under the age of 18. Yep. Right? like a number of different things no it's not a it's a nice summer day i get that but no you can't just go have a beer in the park no you can't do that so you know the churches need to be uh very uh understanding of what it is they need to do and that the person that they're sitting across from is not as normal as you might wish them to be because they have issues yeah. they, have, they have issues but but they're welcome to do that and the benefit of that is, is just the fellowship of it and feeling normal and feeling a part of, but yeah. I mean, even you, you go to different places and sometimes you walk in and say, I don't, I, just, I don't feel right here. I don't, I don't feel I belong here, you know, Yeah. but you do, yeah. but everybody has that fear, but sometimes prisoners more so, right? Because there's a huge stigma with being a, a, an ex-prisoner, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. You're, you being an ex prisoner now, Lawrence, is your greatest strength.
2: Yes, it is. And I wear it like a badge of honor. And I wanna <laughs> let you know. I really wanna let you know if there is anything and at any point in time when you need me or you need my help, I, I will I will like a jackrabbit jump. I will I will. Yeah. You know, it's uh oh, yeah. it's a blessing to be able to do this.
0: And you've proven yourself. You've proven
2: yourself in spite of what everybody said, you know? Yeah, but I have to keep, you know, some people I have to keep proving it to them because I got some work to do, you know, like Ann Kelly and, uh, you know. Uh, but I, I'm really hoping that she really does uh, start releasing, you know, um, the, the the constraints that she's got on people coming into the institution and, and doing what you guys do. Like, this, that's amazing that you guys take the time out to, you know, think, of the men and women who are still in jail and, you know, they're going to come home, you know, we need, we need more of it. We need more of it because it will decrease, um, the recidivist rate at a, you know, an alarming rate. It will, you know, you're empowering souls, you know, and people.
0: Oh yeah. And and in spite of what you think of prisoners, you know what, they're getting out.
2: Yeah. You have to deal
0: with it. The majority of the men and women in jail are getting Mm -hmm. out. Yes. You want them better with more resources and being self sufficient, self sustaining, or you just wanna make it as hard as you can for them so that they're almost forced to go back. Yeah. 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 You know, and, and so that's not a big Thing for the community you know
2: by all means as canadians you know? i i don't i don't think you know i think we want the best for each other it's just in our nature for you know as canadian it doesn't matter you know what ethnicity as a canadian you you're over here with you we we usually do share the principles of you know the belief of of that we just got to make it shine through because every oh, yeah. you know a lot of people who are in jail we have to remember these are, you know, these are someone's cousins, someone's brother, someone's sister, you know, someone's aunt, someone's father, someone's mother. Um, we're all connected yeah. in one way or another. We have to, you know, we have to start looking out for each other.
0: Absolutely. And we are our brother's brothers, you know. So, yes, I mean, I get comments from people. These people can never change. And then I can say, well, you know what? I did. Yeah, we're living. Proof. Right. We're living. We're
2: living proof. You know, yeah. we are. Yeah, there you go. And it feels. It feels. You, feels great. You can't
0: say. Yeah. And the parole and the probation officers, their jobs are not to get you back in jail. Their jobs is to, is to work as hard as they can so you to stay out. Yeah,
2: well, that. Yeah, that's that's what it should be. You know, that's what it do, right. really should be, and uh, effectively it has to come to that. And uh, uh, hearing s- some of the stories on Voices Insider now, we've heard. Uh, you know, good. Uh, relationships uh you know come into fruition yep. between you know the interactions between their you know their 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 men and their custody and I, I was very proud of that you know what i mean because it goes it goes a long way i did i unfortunately didn't have that uh throughout my sentence i've had a couple good POs that were you know checking for me but it wasn't it wasn't to that capacity but i would always encourage that you know they yeah. have to you know it's a it's a thing it's a it's a statement under their um cmt the case management team it has to mean something we we need to really bring that team together and 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 add other links to it you know what i mean Uh, for these men that are coming out we need they need id they need these things they need a place to go it was sometimes so scary telling csc you, you know what my intentions were because if you were getting fucked over by them the whole way it's hard to tell them where you want to go and if you don't have a yeah. place to go, you're just like, Yeah, I got a place to go and I ain't telling you. You know what I mean? Anyway, <laughs> yeah, like you know what I mean? Because you don't want them to know, right? But um, you know, to the brothers, you know, to the brothers and sisters coming out, it is it is very scary coming out. It's very Oh, it is. And it's,
0: your issue around meds was really critical.
2: Yeah. You know, I,
0: and I and I'm not you know, I don't know about the legalities, but it's certainly unethical. To release you or anybody else from a hospital or a mental institution without the, really
2: the necessary is. meds, it really is. And, and still being on a list um, to this day um, to get clinical help and to get a doctor, it, it it actually took away from the ability for me to even get meds because they were controlled substance. You you know, at the rate of what they wanted me to pay, like it was just it yeah. was astronomical yeah. in the way of my change. Uh, in yeah. trying to shift everything against me, thank God for yeah. weed and smoking it legally shut out <laughs> yeah. sh- shout outs to my doctor Eugene Walla yeah, thank you very much <laughs> you know what i mean uh, yeah it, it went a long way um and uh oh, yeah you know thank but you there, there there there's there's still a big fight that we need to you know continue to take with them with medication and and that in that sense, but prepping men to come out we should even add meds in there and I, I uh, I think th- I think that bringing uh vaporized uh products into the into the um, prison system right now as a uh, pain relievement, uh both for o- elderly people and uh people who have injuries and people who just want to you know socialize and you know just get there because weed smoking is a, is a thing that's been a- on this planet for a long time it's it's a medical source and there's a big restriction on pain meds in there so you know, giving yeah. giving the boys some um, you know some reliefment from uh, from their pain is a big thing for me, and I think yeah. we should pursue. Well, it. I
1: think I think the points you make too, Gary, about having in-reach into the prisons and starting to work with people before they're seeing the gate and before they're, you know, jettisoned into the community, it gives people some comfort in some sense that there's, you know, somebody there to welcome them and somebody there to, you know, make sure that they don't trip and fall as they're heading towards the exit. You know?
2: Well, even if they do that, there's someone there that's going to be able to pick them up, you know, like you did for me plenty of times. It was very hard, Kat. You know what I mean? And going through that, going through that change it's it's just so rewarding to know that there's somebody out there like you said ready to receive you and support you
0: Was there any such thing as cell phones when you went in
2: Yeah there was they were just old school there was the old school uh yeah. Motorola's and the the yeah. uh, the the, the Ericsson but they they did exist and uh, it, it wasn't like this it was not no, they were just they were just uh enough. they were just uh I guess digital <laughs> Sometimes
1: Technology is is helpful, though. I mean, uh one of oh, one of Lawrence's um, comrades who was released in another province. The first thing he did was buy a cell phone, and then he was oh, constantly yeah. on the phone to Lawrence as he was. Yeah, we to- do try to stay yeah.
2: up to date, but it's nothing like it's nothing like really knowing what's in your hand, and that should that's not yeah. right. It shouldn't happen. They even if inmates are not allowed a phone in prison if they've been in for a long time, they should be able access to have access to um, learning how to navigate it, learning what Bluetooth yep. is, learning what your data is, learning what overages are. You know, you, you need to learn that. that no, special. but uh, yeah, but it's important for someone to share that. You see what I mean? Because oh, yeah. uh, as an older person uh, who's been locked away for a bit, you, you, you might not know that. And it's, it's stressful you know it, yeah. it really is uh, but it gets easier you know what i mean um so we should we should be prepping them for that we should be prepping them for the computer we should be prepping them for typing courses you know we should yeah. be prepping them for uh another thing that i just wanted to say before we go here um uh i i think it's very important like you said you you were going back to saying that you had employers that you could just you know what i mean they they would just call you and you know what i mean when they needed somebody yeah. We really want to stress to all the employers that are listening to this, small businesses, big businesses, anybody listening. Um, my number is 613-218-7592. And if you are um, an employer and with, you, you need help you need you would like to take uh you know the opportunity to hire one of these people who are individuals coming back to our community you know you can always give me a call um and uh i will definitely vet the people um coming to yeah. you to work with you but we should do that and we should raise awareness to a, a lot of businesses um Uh, you know silently if they don't want to be acknowledged but just you know uh, uh, publicly if they do you know what I mean but uh, it's it's something that needs to change in the in light of uh, these people coming back I know Boston Pizza does it all the time and I mean shout outs to Boston Pizza and Jim Tree Living you know what I mean that's this is big for the community as a whole so congratulations on everything that you're doing um, and if there's anything that we can do to help you in the the near future or far future, please do not hesitate to phone Gary.
1: We love working with you, Gary.
0: I want to add one. Oh, thank you. I want to add one last thing. Sure, go right? ahead. I see restorative justice in lots of ways. I don't necessarily see it victim offender. I see it's also about convincing the community itself that people can change and that they should be more welcoming. Yes, that's mentioned. And I actually, I'm I'm trying to. Um, Bring back to life, rejuvenate prison arts, Great. right? Nice. So I'm, so I'm doing quite well with it, with uh, art shows, and I've got the university on board. They're going to let me do an experiential course on the benefits uh, of, uh, of art in prisons. Fabulous. And 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 the arts in prison art to the community to open their eyes, you know, people because people used to say, "Who did this? Prisoners? No way! Yahweh." So it's it's just another way of changing people's not even changing their minds but opening their hearts a bit more to say well people in jail have got talent yeah they do so there's lots of ways of restoring faith in the community and and lots of innovative and and important ways to do it and i i try and find that all the time like i said i had an employment program that got national attention right yeah. i yeah. i went to Moores and i said please we can use your suits for people getting out of jail mm-hmm. lots of different ways of doing it that seem that seems small, but they're not. They're huge. No, they're not. Well, if yeah. you
2: need, if you, if at any point in time before these people that you are raising money with or taking awareness to, uh, you need a live speaker who's been there as well as yourself, I, I would be more than happy to come and participate with any form of art, whether it be Perfect. music, whether it be just the art form, beating. you know, getting getting more awareness out there is, is something that we would love to do with this uh, art factor because it is freeing. It is. It is well, I'll so. Come,
0: I'll, come, I'll come. in there because you probably know artists in, inside, right? That are really
2: good, right? Yes. 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 So you yeah, know, I'm the, prepared. Yeah, there, there's you know just uh, shout outs to uh, Steve Rogers. He's uh, one of the one of the best beating. Uh, uh artist that I know he does moccasins by hand wow he's yeah. it just it, it's just phenomenal he's a he's a lifer and he's amazing but uh puts pictures of people through beads on on, wow. uh, on clothing you know it's just so amazing but it's also yeah. amazing uh that the guards uh, and this and the service shout outs to CSC for still allowing hobby craft to go in certain places at that time. Yep. I don't know how it is right now, but it, at this time there was a lot of, there was a lot of supports for that. You still needed a license, but we still always need to press um, uh, CSC to keep that going. You know what I mean? Yep. And, and encourage that. That is uh that is something that is um, rehabilitative in its state because it, it frees you from you know, all the other things that you're seeing in prison and can, you know, give you that, uh, that soul search adventure, adventure that you're, oh, yeah. you're, you're yeah. trying to do. Are you an artist? Yeah, I love to, I, I love to, I love to, uh, to draw. Um, I love to paint. I love to write music. I love to do poetry. Um, well,
0: send me pictures of your drawings and your paintings, right? I might be able to do something with it.
2: Sure. yeah most definitely most definitely and if and if you need more i would definitely uh be inspired to you know to bring more to the you know the platform you know yeah it, it's uh it's uh always encourageable and i would like i would like to just raise awareness that inmates do need um you know art supplies inside you know what i mean so you can you that's know.
0: what i can buy so some of the art that i have now i've sold some of it but- Yes. So I have a couple of dollars in a bank account which yes. me, and the purpose of that—the purpose of selling the art—is to buy more supplies. Yes, that's great.
2: Yeah, it would be it would be uh, very rewarding to make sure that uh, the committees are uh, are, are given uh, you know access to um, to materials. That would that would be so rewarding,
1: particularly in some of the higher security prisons too, where there seems to be less sure. less activity. And yeah, less uh, because
2: because of the amount of cell time. uh, that yeah. inmates are restricted to and social contact it's very important yeah um oh yeah shout out to the guards that you know walk by myself for many a time seeing me doing their counts you know doing my art watching it and yeah. you know not destroying art and being yeah. a fan of what they saw you know what i mean because a, a lot of them in there were were not so but the ones that were uh seeing the importance of it so yeah, it's good. you know yeah. gotta right. build we gotta build but it was great talking to you, Gary. Uh, we great will...
0: talking to you. I'm going to come down and visit you guys. Thank you, great. sir. We, will, we, we,
2: we are definitely waiting and uh, definitely waiting to see the new, the new pup. You know, that's uh, a, <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. shout outs to
1: Norman. Shout outs to Norman, man. We'll <laughs> take...
2: We will be bringing you another episode of Voices Inside and Out. If you would like to comment on our show and or contribute to the show personally, To keep this pilot project going, please send your donations to the John Howard Society of Canada, marked Voices Inside and Out.